Last week on the Euctropolis podcast, Suspense. This week, Resolution. Welcome back to the Euctropolis podcast for more real ukulele answers to real ukulele questions. I'm your host, James Hill. Last week on the podcast, in the wake of the very suspenseful U.S. election, we explored ideas around suspense in music. What does that feel like? How do we get that sound of suspended animation in music? And I left you hanging all week, and we were all hanging all week around news of the election. And now this week, we're going to explore resolution and how resolution comes in many shapes and sizes. And what feels like resolution for one person is not necessarily the same for another. This, of course, is playing out on the world stage right now as we speak. But it's always playing out in music. The chord that feels like resolution for one listener is not necessarily the chord that feels like resolution for another. So, as always... We're going to turn to the ukulele to make sense of the world. (laughs) And the way we're going to do that is by exploring five different ways to resolve this chord. That's a G7 that I'm playing. Just a regular old G7. Now, 90% of the time or more, when we're playing G7... The next chord we play is C. And that feels like the the right thing to do, the resolution of that chord. But C is not the only option. And what we're going to do together right now is explore five different versions of C and see how they make us feel. There is a handout to go along with this because I will be talking about some chords that you may not have played before. So if you go to www.euctropolis.com slash resolution, you'll be able to download the handout for free and follow along. You might want to even just pause the podcast right now, go get that handout, print it out if you want to, and come back. It's okay, I'll be here. All right. If you're still here, great. If you just come back, great. We're all on the same page. There are five different versions of C that I want to explore today. And the test case we're going to use to sample all of these different resolutions is this song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Now we're just going to take that there's so many threads coming together here. I mean, there's the presidential race, there's Marilyn Monroe singing that to JFK, um, and there's Marilyn Monroe being a well-known ukulele player. So there's so many things happening at once here, it's kind of boggling my mind. Anyway, we're going to take the last few uh, measures of that song. Happy birthday to you. And that's going to be our test case. Because we all know what happens if you stop on the G7 chord in that particular song. Happy birthday to 
expectation of resolution is so strong. We cannot just let that hang. We have to hear, to you. If we want to get any sleep at night, we got to hear that resolution. So we're going to use that little segment of music as our sandbox to experience these variations on resolution. And the first one up to bat is C5. Yep, C5. I know it's weird, and there is some debate as to what we should even call this chord, which is not even a chord because there's only two notes in it. But whatever you want to call it, it's this sound. I actually use this chord all the time. I guess it's a dyad because it only has two notes in it, as opposed to a triad, which has three. It's just got G and C, and then G and C. <laughs> and the fret names from the ceiling down to the floor would be zero, zero, three, three. Just in case you're not following along with the handout. And by the way, that handout, www.euctropolis.com resolution. Go get your free copy and play along here. Okay, so that's the first version of C that we're looking at that's a little different from the C that we normally use. And how does that have an impact on the way we feel toward this resolution? So let's hear it in context. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Okay, how does that feel? Does it feel different than the usual kind of C, which is this? Happy birthday to you. Here's the second version. Happy birthday to you. I know it's subtle, but do you hear how this one that we just played, this C5, what we're calling C5, do you hear how it's very hollow sounding? It's almost like... We're saying happy birthday to you, but it's, it's almost like we don't mean it. <laughs> it's like a hollow promise, you know. Happy birthday to you. You know, if I must say that, then fine, I'll say it. But there's something hollow about this resolution. Why do we feel that way? Well, we feel that way because this version of C covers up one very important note in the chord, and that is the E note. The note that brings all the sunshine to C. That is the note that is missing in C5. So instead of having this sunny disposition, it has this instead, which is more of an, an open, longing kind of a, a quality to it. And that's why that resolution feels hollow in some ways. Now this chord is very common in, uh, in traditional bluegrass and old time music. I use it all the time personally in my own songwriting because I like this kind of, um, this kind of uh, neither here nor there feeling uh, that just sort, of, just sort of hangs in the balance a little bit. It's, it's sort of an unresolved resolution if, you know, if you're following me. So let me play you an example of like an old time song where this really does fit. This is a really popular um, traditional 
tune called Angeline the Baker. I'll just play like sort of one time through and I'll finish on this C5 chord uh, to show you how it sounds in context in a piece where it's actually used. Angeline the Baker, age of 43, fed her sugar candy but she still won't marry me. There, it really works because there's a longing to the, not only to the music itself, but to the lyrics. Listen to the regret <laughs> in the lyric. I should have married Angeline 20 years ago. And it ends with this re- sort of C5 re- resolution, which is not totally resolved. It's a sort of a hollow resolution. And for some tunes, like Angeline the Baker, it is the perfect reflection of the spirit in that song. Okay, next up to bat, we have C6. We've gone from C5 to C6. C6 is the easiest chord to play in the world. It is just all the open strings. The tab from ceiling to floor, zero, 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 zero. Yes, it's that simple. One of my favorite chords of all time. Now, this chord is a C chord. Those are the notes of the C chord right there. Your second, third, and fourth strings outline the C chord perfectly. But the A string is in the mix as well. And this adds a jazzy little bonus to the chord. Making it C6. That's the sixth note above C. And it turns this into really a a jazzy sound. And so let's listen to what it sounds like at the end of Happy Birthday for a start. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Aha. Uh-huh. Now that's quite a different sound, isn't it? Here's the, uh, the vanilla version. Happy birthday to you. And here's the C6 version. Happy birthday to you. There's sort of a sophistication about that. All of a sudden, you see more like sort of velvet and sequins and tuxedos. And I don't know, there's something a little upscale about this version. Very different from the C5 that we just experienced. And this C6, great chord. Um, I I would probably find use for this in in jazz standards or in songs that I'm treating as jazz standards. So what I want to do now is go to a a piece that I love very much, Careless Love, not strictly speaking a jazz standard, but one that has been recorded in a jazz style by many, many people. So I'll play one time through and I'm going to end on the C6 chord so that you hear how this resolution works in the context of a piece where it's uh, meant to be used. So here we go. Love, oh love, oh careless love Love, oh love, 
careless love Love, oh love, oh careless love See what careless love has done See what careless love has done Oh yeah <laughs> And that last little thing I did there Because you're just playing all the open strings you won't be able to resist the temptation to do this occasionally. Once you know that it's an option, <laughs> take one finger and just touch the strings very lightly above the 12th fret. And you get this harmonic version, uh, an octave higher, of the C6 chord. Nice little trick. So that's C6. And that song, by the way, Careless Love, that arrangement of Careless Love is included in Booster Uke, and that's one of the courses at eucatropolis.com. You can find out more at eucatropolis.com slash booster uke. But you hear how that, that has that jazzy resolution to it. It's like, yeah, it comes to a close. But it's kind of winking at you. You know, it's, it's a little clever. It's a little jazzy. It's kind of smart. A little upscale. You know, it's a little bit champagne. Um, and it's amazing what one note can do. That's only one note different from the regular C, which is the very sort of vanilla version. Amazing what a difference one note can make. Okay, let's go over to C7 now. Look, <laughs> we went from C5 to C6. Now we're at C7. We're just moving on up. C7, seriously, one of my favorite chords of all time. First finger on the first fret of the first string. It's that one. You know that one. And many more. Literally the chord that a lot of people want to play, or at least imply, at the end of Happy Birthday. Uh, so right on topic. Happy birthday to you and many And this captures the essence of this resolution uh, and many more. It's like, it's over, but not. <laughs> That's exactly the feeling that we get from C7 when you use it as the final chord. It's over, but not. It's like one of those movies that ends and it, then it says, the end, question mark. That's exactly the feeling that we're capturing in music at this moment. So... This kind of a irresolution <laughs> uh, is common in blues and rock and roll that was inspired by the blues. So um, the first one that comes to mind in that category is Midnight Special. So let me play a bit of Midnight Special, and then I'm going to end on C7, and hopefully you'll sort of get the feeling of where this fits in context. So here we go. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine her ever loving light on me. Let the midnight special 
show Shine our ever-loving light on me Oh yeah <laughs> It just has that kind of Oh yeah Ending You know, because it's not really an ending It's like Thank you very much And we're going to take a little break And we'll be right back Kind of ending It just has that kind of attitude to it. it For me, it's a very active ending that's full of attitude and it's like just got some grit to it and I really love it it's not always the right chord to end on but it is the right chord when you want to get that feeling okay we're on a roll let's keep it going now up next is C add 9 C add 9 again is only one note away from the regular C chord it looks like this it looks like this. I mean, it sounds like that. And it looks the way that you have it on your handout, which hopefully you're looking at. And if you're not looking at it, I'm going to give you the frets from the ceiling down to the floor. Zero, two, zero, three. And what a difference one note can make. I mean, we've gone from the attitude and the grit of C7 to this incredibly beautiful and gentle C add nine, which just to me is so evocative. It's, it's, it, it makes me think of a lullaby. Um, it totally changes the mood of this resolution. Uh, so, so let me play a little bit of happy birthday and end on C add nine. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. I mean, that is just so tender and warm and, and loving and caring. There's something about that that is just like a hug. <laughs> you know, it's like a, like a musical hug, that chord. And it's only one note that we've changed. So... Let me play something in context that makes sense around this chord as the as the final resolution. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Papa's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, Papa's gonna buy you a diamond. See what I'm saying? C add nine. Hush, little baby. It's got that. It's got that feeling about it. It's like a little baby blanket of a chord that just keeps you warm at night. So that's C add nine. Another one to add to your palette of chords and emotions that you're able to use at the right time to get the right effect. Okay, so we got one more on this sheet, and it's C6-9, which in a way is kind of nice because it, it combines elements of two of the chords we've already seen. 
we've already seen C6, which took a regular C chord and added an A to give it that jazzy kind of winking feeling. And we've also seen C add 9, which felt like a hug <laughs> because it added that 9 note, which in this case is D. And by the way, if you're looking to find the 9 of any chord, you just go one whole step up from the name of the chord. Like D is the 9 of C. B is the 9 of A. So like what would be the 9 of a D chord, for example? Well, if you guessed E, then you're right. So C69 combines those two uh, approaches, and it adds a 6 and a 9. But it still has enough of the C chord in there that we still kind of know that it's coming from that place. This is the one uh, that is on the far right side of your handout, and if you're not looking at the handout, the frets are 2, 2, 3, 3. A very unusual chord if you've never played it before. 2, 2, 3, 3. And you can put one finger on each note, or you could put a full bar on the second fret and a half bar on the third fret. It all sounds the same. As long as you're comfortable, then we're good. So where does this C69 belong? What kind of resolution does it give? Well, let's go back to our sandbox and listen to Happy Birthday ending on C69. Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Happy Birthday to you. So it's undeniably jazzy. Again, there's no question. Happy birthday to you. But do you hear how, how I'm really getting subtle here and I'm, I'm looking at these chords under a microscope and I'm really, I'm really looking inward at how these chords make me feel. There is a subtle difference between the C6 that was very jazzy and kind of winking and sort of knowing um, and this C69, which adds a bit of the warmth of Hush Little Baby to it. It's a more humble jazz sound, I think. Now, I'm, I'm putting words out here that, you know, I don't mean to influence the way you hear it, but this is the way I hear it. I hear it as very jazzy. But it also has sort of a, a warmth about it that maybe the C6 didn't have. So let's... Let's have one more song where the C69 kind of makes sense. I'm looking ahead a few weeks now and I'm saying Christmas is coming. And if there's one thing I know about Christmas, it's that people love jazz around that time of year. It's the two weeks out of the year where everybody listens to jazz. And that's one of the, uh, one of the things I look forward to around Christmas. Besides sitting around the fire with family and eating chocolate until I feel sick. It's listening to jazz. All you go to the you go to the drugstore and it's you got jazz on. You go to the mall, there's jazz. You turn on the radio, it's jazz. <laughs> it's like tis the season for jazz. So here is an old favorite. Um, deck the halls, and I'm gonna end it on C69. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. 
the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don't we now our gay apparel? Fa la 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 la. Troll the ancient Yuletide carol. Fa la 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 la. Fa la 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 la. You see what I mean? It has a jazziness to it, but it has a warmth about it as well. It's the perfect Christmas jazz chord. You know, it's just got that let's play jazz around the, you know, the, the open fire. Isn't that nice? And if you've never seen this before, or if you've never heard this chord before, or if you've never played this chord before, let me show you one more trick that might just blow your mind. This 6-9 chord is kind of magical because when it inverts, in other words, when I reshuffle all the notes, but keep all the same notes, put them in a different order, I get something like this. Now that is the same chord that I'm playing down here, two, two, three, three, but it's all the way up here and it's nine, nine, 10, 10. Yeah, nine, nine, 10, 10, try it. It's that same kind of sound and it's the same fingering position on the fretboard, just on different frets. So what this means, we gotta connect the dots here. We've got one of them down here, and we got one of them up here. I think you know what I'm about to do, right? I'm just gonna slide this one until it becomes this one. And this is gonna be a real fancy ending now. It's gonna sound like this. Oh yeah. And by moving that chord chromatically, meaning one fret at a time, up, up, up the fretboard. Magically, it becomes itself again when I hit the ninth and 10th fret. Really amazing. So I can use this uh, in context like, uh, fa la 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 la. And that is a real fancy way of ending a song. And wow, we've come a long way from C5. We've gone from C5 to C6 to C7 to C add 9 to C6 9 and the fancy way of climbing up the neck. And that is what I mean when I say what kind of resolution is it? It's not just a matter of going G7C, thank you very much and have a good night. It's a matter of how are we landing on C? Is it or 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 There are so many ways to arrive at your destination. I hope that's been enjoyable for you. Print out the handout, share this with friends, and explore the many, many ways that we find resolution in music. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Uctropolis podcast. 
I'll be back next week with more ukulele answers to ukulele questions. In the meantime, I hope you'll join me at uketropolis.com. That's where you'll find a library of unique online ukulele classes, including Ready Steady Ukulele for absolute beginners, as well as the Jehui Teacher Certification Program. If you're a teacher, we have courses for you as well. And we're just about to start a new cohort in that program in January. So if you want to get in on the action, uh, now is the time. Go to eucatropolis.com for free samples and more information on all of those courses. My name is James Hill. I'll be back next week. Until then, keep on strumming.